Hello, everyone. This is Franklin Salas, and we are the Reluctant Hams. I have Tracy Williams Barnett to my right. Hey, Trey. <laughs> hey, Boo. How are you? Good. All right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have the great Gigi Lou. How are you, Gigi? Doing great. You made it in from the Commonwealth of Virginia. Always from the Commonwealth. <laughs> yes, I trekked all all the way by foot, oh. barefoot. We are so appreciative. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us in a non-state. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a long. What's in this coffee? <laughs> we have a long-awaited special guest. Oh my here. goodness, we do. We are super excited. This is the man that has affected each one of our lives individually, Woo! in one way or another. In the most positive way. In possible. the most positive way. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we have Carlos Garcia with us. Hey, Carlos. Yay. Hey, guys. How are you? <laughs> Carlos Garcia you. with Boys. the Ang Garcia team in Washington, D.C., DMV. Yes. Like, I think the most famous team in the DMV, like with the best. <laughs> I'll go with that. I'll okay. go with that. Yeah, I mean... seriously. Like, so well known and with the highly regarded. Highly regarded. I think my mother would agree with that. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Absolutely. That uh, was so. actually her plug in, by the way. It's a, <laughs> sure, it was. It's a good pedigree of a team. <laughs> Thank you. So, welcome to our show. We, like I mentioned before, we have chatted about you in many different ways, quoted you many different times, and we're excited to have you on the show. We're just going to have a cool, cute, and relevant conversation about <laughs> real estate, about you specifically. Maybe a little bit about Selling Sunset, guys. I just started. <laughs> I just got to throw in some plugins there. But I want to say that as I was driving here from the Commonwealth, <laughs> I started to get really nervous. Why? I'm never nervous for our recordings, like ever, even maybe the first couple. But when we have guests on, like excited, but like feels natural, natural. Yeah. But like having Carlos on, it's like next level for me. I no, think it's I agree. because I hold you in such a high regard that I want to deliver. And so I was like, what am I going <laughs> to talk about? Like, is what is he going to think? Right. And I was like, calm down it's carlos he's your buddy like you've known him forever i mean i think i've known you for 11 years has when... it been that long yes Whoa. yeah it's been a minute since we've met and i mean we've stayed in touch all of these years and i mean you still amaze me every time oh well, it's very very sweet of you I, oh. that's I'm, beautiful i'm out of words um let's focus on the real estate <laughs> he was yeah. like i'm getting <laughs> washing here I like am, this is I a am. little bit too much for me so let's do a little catch-up yeah let's do that a little catch-up tracy what you been up to i saw you doing king kong with your qigong qigong with your yeah <laughs> with your hubby it's very fun you know i'm doing my little soulful sundays and my yeah. miracle mornings and so this is a new mm. addition you know it's just a way of meditating and um finding your inner peace Okay. And so there's going to be a movement. So watch out. You'll mm -hmm. join because yeah. you're part of that. Mm -mm. Yes, you are. No, no meditation for <laughs> You me. had your mm -hmm. mom doing it on Mother's Day. I did. And we filmed that. Well, I just filmed her, but I would have loved to have filmed all three of us just to show like the generational <clears throat> aspect of it and us doing the flow and the movements. So Qigong is about your wellness. So, you know, Tai Chi, right? That's sure. more for yes. that looks martial like, art. And, that looks like my you know, scheme. Right. 
but it's a form of protection. Well, Qigong, Qigong is for your inner being, your inner wellness, health and wellness. So each movement focuses on a particular area of your body or organs hmm. to move that energy, that stagnation that's in your body. And so you feel really good and rejuvenated afterwards. Hmm. It's amazing. Is it slow? It's super slow. Mm -hmm. And, and very it's, so it's about mindfulness, about like your breathing. And, and movements, movements, slow movements. And each movement is focused on a particular organ or part of your body. What organ did you work on this weekend? We did a bone marrow. <laughs> Moving the energy through your bone marrow. Yeah, it sounds uh -huh. crazy, but okay. it works. You that have to try it. That wait. reminds me of the first date I had with a vegan, and I ordered <laughs> bone marrow on our first date. No, you didn't. I did, because I was mad at him for not booking reservations and then not telling me he was a vegan when I chose a place. I chose oh, an man. Italian place and that had almost no vegetarian options. That's right. And he's like, I'm a vegan. And I'm like, okay, I'm ordering bone marrow <laughs> just because I can. Absolutely. <laughs> and you can't. And you cannot. That sounds aggressive. So you were, a, you were not anticipating a second date. That was not Brad, no. <laughs> so, so what did you do, Franklin? What do you mean, this weekend? Yeah. I had a busy weekend. I did four open houses. Oh my gosh. Four. Four Fordham. And Fordham babies. Fordham. And this is sort of like gets into our conversation, which I texted with Gigi over the weekend about it. I was like, this is miserable. <laughs> four because I've been out I've been back and forth to New York with, you know, the recent losses in my family and I've just been back and forth and not able to do what I love to do with which are the open houses. So I was like, let me double down on this weekend and do four. <laughs> One, it was like the nicest weekend in D.C. Oh, my goodness. Right. Two, three out of the four open houses that I did were zero people. No. And no. it was there was a big race. Right. Wasn't there a race? Am I thinking? In Capitol Hill. OK. Oh. Yeah. And it was also the and it's the weekend before Memorial Day. Weekend. And graduation. No, I, I and actually graduation. thought it was going to be a really popular weekend because the weekend before was Mother's Day weekend. So you follow up the following and everyone goes, looks for houses, well, right? Guess what? That didn't happen. It was dead. <laughs> Darn. I have a couple of things to say about that. First of all, I love it. Kudos to you for just doing it. You know? Yeah. yeah. I was disappointed by the weekend as well. I was out there banging my head against real estate yeah. Saturday and Sunday. Uh, I Were you disappointed and surprised or just disappointed? Well, not shocked. Okay. I guess because I'm such an optimist, I was a little surprised, mm -hmm. but I was worried going into it. Got it. About the possibility mm -hmm. that it'd be a dud of a weekend. Yep. Really? I mean, here we are in May. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Definitely prime time. Yeah. Right. We can argue about exactly when prime time starts and when it ends yeah. in the spring, but by May, we're in prime time yeah. for sure. It's moving. And uh, the weather was great. Yeah. So that should have brought people out. It's true. There were some events. There was also like a porch front thing. Yes. Yeah. A porch hopping thing yeah. at Adams yeah. Morgan. Mm -hmm. And then there was a Bloomingdale Community Day, too. That's right. So that was good huge. day for those kinds of things. But the market's been like a butterfly, sort of fluttering mm -hmm. around, mm -hmm. you know, looks like it's going in one direction, then head fakes you, it heads in the other and yet back up again. And so, you know, I think that the buyer energy out there is is that butter butterfly yeah. fluttering around and not really yeah. giving us a target that that's easy to understand. Yeah. The Do market you... is like a butterfly. I like that. 
Do you think that the mother, the, the, the mother the fly, mother fly. Careful now. the mother, that mother, it does feel like a mother, the mother fly. fly, not that mother fly. That might be a new hashtag for us, guys. Mutterfly. Um, that's this market, a butterfly. It's a butterfly. Do you think it's because of interest rates, or do you think that this is a new market and new buyer that we're dealing with, like kind of long term? Oh, if it's a new buyer we're we're dealing with, I'm open to that possibility but that's not that's not a theory i'm working with right now you know i i have this approach to the market i always need a theory mm-hmm. and i'm i'm looking for inputs to validate or invalidate the theory i'm talking to people about it to find out if if it's similar to their theory and i'm really just trying to get to the answer i'm not i'm not married to a particular theory if a if a better idea sort of emerges but i need a framework personally the way i operate actually in almost everything I do, mm-hmm. my my real estate activities, dealing with friends and family, you know, my work with nonprofits, I always need sort of a framework. So I'm trying to analyze the market and figure out what kind of market it is. Do we have a new type of buyer? I'm not sure I'm ready to say that, but I do think it's the rates in combination with a number of things, some of which are a little more clearly linked, mm-hmm. like, you know, reticence related to uncertainty yeah. for sure. <clears throat> around the budget negotiations debt slash debt ceiling Mm -hmm. and also the war in ukraine which has been around for a while now as a factor and then of course the banking situation sure you know and credit is getting tighter for sure in i think the commercial space and i think maybe we're starting to see that a little bit in the on the residential side Mm -hmm. well notes Um, are going to start coming due for mm -hmm. these commercial spaces so that's going to be a really big impact on what we're going to be looking at. Yeah. And like I always say to, to, to my, my friends and colleagues in the real estate sales business, you know, human beings like to put off difficult decisions. <laughs> we are literally designed to do that. Right. A real estate decision is a pretty difficult yep. and big one. And we as humans don't need more, more reasons to, to, to be reticent or reluctant. And right now, you know, one sort of abates and another sort of pops its head up. You know, a, a new one emerges and the old one falls away. But like, we're just not getting a nice clean slate lately where people can all sort of go, yeah, I feel confident. There's a consensus that rates are going to drop. Right. We all talk about marry the house, date the rate. Right. right? Mm-hmm. And then the consumer looks at us and goes, yeah, but for how long? Like, how mm-hmm. long do I have to date this You know, rate I really don't like? And we'd like to be able to say not very long at all. You'll get right out of it quick. Well, you'll refi. You know, and so we need that consensus around even rates dropping in the near future. If they drop now materially, people will jump in the market. Mm -hmm. That would be great, but I'm not even asking for that. I'm asking for the thing before that where there's a growing consensus that rates are going to drop so that people can listen to marry the house, date the rate, and go, yeah, I buy that. That's a reasonable thing mm-hmm. to do. I get in early now mm-hmm. uh, before the rates drop and, and the market rises, and that that that's good. Right. I can I can tolerate that rate for just a little while, and I've started to put a beginning and an end around my my best and worst case scenario. Mm-hmm. I can imagine that. I think it just feels too much like that butterfly that people can't quite nail down what's going to happen. Then you throw in these other things that add these feelings of uncertainty. Again, the three I just mentioned. Yeah, and we it? had that recently too. Like we had like that sl- that slight dip at the end of the winter and it did drive up the market. Like mm-hmm. We saw that uptick. It wasn't for very long, no. but it was there. <laughs> I, I tried to bank on it as long as I could. And then, yeah, it, it fluttered away. It really did. And that's, I think, the narrative that a lot, because, you know, the, the one open that I did that was, it was brand new, 
came on market Thursday, first opened was Saturday, and I was holding it, and the, I had three three groups that walked in. And because there was only three that came through, I was really interested in what their motivation was for being, for even coming out. And every single person was, you know, I'm looking very early hmm. because I'm anticipating rates dropping. So they're waiting. So they're waiting. And the narrative has been interest rates, interest rates, inflation. And so I usually share when I'm doing open houses, I share it with my friend group to kind of like spread it out as much as I can. And one was priced, you know, over a million dollars. And the response to that was, well, good luck with that person who has to pay the interest on that mortgage. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I just, and I, I was taken aback a little bit because that is the knee jerk reaction to seeing something that was beautiful. It's a beautiful property. That was the, the knee jerk reaction to someone who, could be a competitor in that in that in that real estate space. So do you think that buyers today are spoiled? In my opinion, I hate to say this to all the buyers who are listening, but the talking point is over the last 50 years, the average interest rate was 8%, right? So we it's still a better rate than it was on the average. So with that said, you know, why the hesitation? I really my personal opinion is that buyers are not educated enough. They don't know how to buy, properly buy for their particular situation. And they, that's part of the problem. They were dating Brad Pitt for a year and a half. <laughs> and then they then they got a call from John Goodman. And they're like, let's hang out. And they're like, well, John Goodman's still a good person to date, but I was dating Brad right, Pitt. For right, like right. <laughs> I had it good. I mean, you're good, and but I can get you're not Brad. Again. <laughs> yeah, and it was true. 15 years almost, by the way. You know, it was, it was and a they'll long never time. get yeah. Brad again. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it is. It's hard to deal with that 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 shock mm -hmm. on, on just just the outright delta, you know, between Pitt it was a, and it was Goodman. a big jump. It was a big like <laughs> all of a sudden jump. Right, that jump. was the difference versus it being gradual. The John Goodman right. effect. Yes. So yeah, there is some basis for believing that people will adjust and get used to it, but I think when the shock is that brutal and maybe takes a little longer for the trauma to wear off, let's mm. call it trauma. Because I think for some of those buyers, especially the ones who really, really were thinking about getting it done last year or early this year, mm -hmm. to, to just have it run up on <clears> them <throat> like that, the cost of money, boy, was that rough, right? Very. So, but but it's true that time heals all wounds. So we will we will get people returning for for that reason that they're over it, they're accepting it. But then there's these things that cause uncertainty, and the the pace of the market doesn't necessarily feel super fast. So the market itself isn't prompting you. I mean, there are some categories. I know all of us have been involved in multiple offer situations mm -hmm. recently. So there are some categories where you, your adrenaline is pumping and you, you do realize you actually have to get on with it if you're ever going to get into the market. But there are also a, a number of other, I think, segments where it's so slow right. that it's sort of lulling the buyer population into this slow, slowness. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> there's, there, there are very few motivations for a lot of buyers and sellers right now. So it's, I wouldn't say it's our job to create the motivations, but it's our job to have people not fearful about taking a step that they feel like is good for their lives. Their motivations for buying a home or selling a home should always be, I mean, financial is a big part of it, but also like, what do you need to move for your family? Do you need to expand? Do you need to downsize? Like we need to have 
our clients keep those motivations in mind and not hold up their lives because they're scared of jumping in. Because there are so many ways to tackle these issues. You know, like, I mean, you can you can say, yeah, it's true. Like you locked in a really low interest rate, you know, five years ago, and it's hard to buy something maybe exactly what you want. But if you take a certain angle with it, then you could benefit both ways by selling your home for maybe more because it's highly still highly desirable now and not to let go of that. And then also maybe, maybe yeah, you do have a higher interest rate, but then maybe because you sold your home, you have a lot of equity to put down at that moment. So there's just, and then you don't have competitions. So you don't need to like go all in. So there's so many right. angles to it. So how do you, how do you like coach your, your buyers and your sellers through this market? Well, part of it hinges on their situation, like you described, their ability to move forward in their lives and helping them focus on that is good for them because this is about you and if it's about you then let's let's do this but the other piece of it is the investment piece and there's there's a couple of things that the longer i do this kind of work and i think whatever work i might have found myself doing um there's certain things that come with age i'm going to sound like the corny old guy in a minute <laughs> but there's two things recently that that have really emerged for me one of them relates to what we're talking about and that's making a call with regard to the market like I acknowledge that it would be malpractice to convince people I have a crystal ball. Exactly. Yes. But I want increasingly to step out, step up and tell them where I think the market's headed because I I feel like I know. I feel like there is some possibility I'm wrong. That's that's true too. I don't own that crystal ball, but that there's a, a pretty high likelihood that I'm right. And I've been looking at this long enough and seeing the patterns. And so the thing I'm saying to people is that I believe that when the rates are dropped materially, let's say we get into the mid fours to mid fives, I think that that's the kind of range that will really move a lot of people mm -hmm. off the sidelines, that due to the lack of inventory, I think pricing is gonna spike. So I'm trying to help them acquire a property, the same property for what I think will be less money now than just in a little while, yeah. or in, mm -hmm. in just a little while. The, the other thing that I do more and more that um, doesn't really relate to exactly what we're talking about now, but maybe we can get to it later, is like get spiritual about the real estate. Yes. Like the older I get, the more I do this. Maybe it's not age. Maybe it's just time in how in and out of houses and conversations is just, just the outright beauty, the ephemeral qualities of a property. I use the word spirit a lot. You know, you, you should pay for spirit because people will, if you feel it and this house is moving you, people will pay you for it mm -hmm. on the back end when you're selling it or, or if you need to rent and it. And those are the homes that get the multiple bids, right? Like there's just something very special about them and unique and even something that you can't describe that just is, draws you in. And those are things that you, new construction can't just build and fabricate. Mm -hmm. Like it's it's very unique. That's a, a lot of what I was just thinking as you were talking about that because so many people have flipped and renovated homes. And after a while, you can almost predict what you're going to see when you walk into the home. Oh my god. You could almost predict that you're gonna see how very DC. <laughs> I oh, hate it. A black a black handle it. for the kitchen. Like ooh, a nice a nice white shaker cabinet with a quartz countertop. Whoa. Where'd you get that gray? I've never seen it before. <laughs> exactly. So it's it's you know you have to and I was talking to someone who does she does renovations and flips and she's flipped about sixty properties and in her career and she was talking about picking cabinets and she's like yeah i'm just gonna do white or gray and i'm like throw green in there 
And she's like, well, that's not, I have to appeal to a broader, a broad, but I I said some of the houses that I remember that I remember buyers getting the most excited about were the ones that did not look exactly like the others. The ones that had a green. You said green, not purple. So yeah, (laughs) exactly. That's the difference. I'm saying with taste. Yes, that's what's it. It's with taste. That's the magic word. We're from New York, all right? (laughs) But everyone thinks that they have taste, especially all developers, which they do not. I have a colleague who she flips properties and she actually got the special at Lowe's and Floor and Decor. And so every bathroom has different tile and all these mismatch patterns and colors and it won't sell. And she doesn't understand why it won't sell. It's because you picked out the wrong type of product for the home. She picked ugly Mm. things. Yeah. Maybe maybe she had too much taste. Yeah. (laughs) Just taste everywhere. (laughs) Exactly. That's That's another thing we have to talk about. Your your delivery in <laughs> you can make something. Brendan's like it's ugly. I'm like it's ugly. He's like you have a little too much taste. Yeah. <laughs> you're ahead of everyone. My else. first my first list- listing appointment was with Carlos. Do you remember that? Yeah. What? Yeah. And really? So, yeah. My friend. It was with a friend of mine. And I remember, 2020. 2020. Those were my first two listings. Yep. And I remember Carlos said, "Yeah. So before we get ready, we're gonna have to." edit down a little bit <laughs> and i'm like wow that's such a good way to say clean the, the goddamn home. place up <laughs> okay right right i was gonna say the home or what you were wearing the yeah home. the home the home franklin's looked, giving me franklin a look looked great he looked great <laughs> the home. that wasn't it <laughs> well just checking that's very carlos i mean very very dapper very educated and very polite one of the many lessons that I've taken away from being your first showing assistant yes, ever for yes, the you team. Were. You really threw me out there, Carlos. I did, I did. I love you for it, but I hated you then. Oh, no. <laughs> no, but, I never but, hated but you. you. But look at you now. Right. Oh, look God, at you look at now. You. I have, it, it you're, has, you're, I have graduated. You're a boss bitch. To a, Ooh, that's a right. Um, or a boss lady. I remember that. And I, I think about you almost every single time I write an email. So that's like pretty big Whoa. is to always say please and thank you for everything. And I remember it was a lesson that I learned, you know, writing emails as a showing assistant, scheduling things. And I remember you took me aside and you were like, you know, you're doing great, very encouraging. But whenever you write for any request, even the smallest things, always say please and thank you. Absolutely. In every email. And Absolutely. I do it every single time. And I think of you. Oh, that's so sweet. I, I love it. And, you know, that's a small thing, but it, it's applied so often or or you fail to apply it. I don't know. I receive even like a dear friend will be like, let me know. Mm-hmm. You know, can you play tennis at five? Let me know. Mm-hmm. And I, I just I feel like it's so harsh. It's jarring. Yeah. How about please let me know. I'm mean, just a little please. In or front at of least it. add an emoji or something. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, 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 Soften yeah, yeah. this a little bit. The other so thing demanding. about it is if you put if you think about the word please a lot it, as a salesperson who needs to keep conversations moving forward. Just let me know. You guys let me know, mm-hmm. you know, in a few days. If putting please let me know at the end of every email isn't a good idea. I think it is because mm. what you're basically saying is balls in your court. Right. Now send it back to me. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, I I rarely am communicating with a client without my last several words being, you know, please let me know, period. Thanks, comma, Carlos. Hmm. And I, I say it this way because I dictate. Right. Thanks, thanks comma, Carlos. <laughs> uh, my middle child, who's a bit of a heckler, 
walks around the house going, thanks, Coma Carlos. Because <laughs> <laughs> he sees me dictating He's like, he's the, like the walking circle from Netflix. <laughs> well, I told you guys that story about how I left a voicemail for a client, but I actually dictated it. Oh, yes, I've done that too. <laughs> and I was like, I mean, I thought it was the funniest thing ever. Yeah. So I didn't feel too embarrassed mm-hmm. about it, but it happens. But it, it definitely does. Dictation does work very well when you're in a pinch. I do it all oh, the time. Sure. Yes. Although Saves I'm a, a very, time. very fast with my thumbs. Well, Please let me thank you for joining <laughs> us for okay. our episode. We are continuing this in part two. Yeah. So we got to hear the journey of Carlos. Yeah, we got to hear like oh the my. background. We've heard smart Carlos, but now we need to hear like deep Carlos. Ooh. All right. All right. The thank spiritual, you. the spiritual Carlos. I really journey. appreciate this opportunity to be with the three of you. You know, I love all three of you. We've we've had highs and lows together. Yeah. Yes. E- each of us. Right. Yeah. All of us. So thank you. Yeah. Our pleasure. All right. Stay tuned for the next one. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.